At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But if you come off of that detox and you haven't it don't, exactly. removed the waste from your mind, as soon as you come off of that detox, you're going to be stuffing your face. And right. that. Or remove the waste that, around, that You said something so key, and that's self-image. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that that's more important than anything throughout the entire process. Mm. If you can't see yourself in a different image than what you are, right, then you can't become anything else but what's in your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. right? So some people's self-image is the big person. Mm-hmm. So even when they start to slim down, they get back to their self-image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to modify your self-image and visualize it first, mm-hmm. Right. And so once you start to do that type of work, it's like, you know, if you broke, you have to uh, uh, create a better self-image of somebody who has money, somebody who is in these luxury environments, somebody who can afford things, right? Because otherwise, when you get money, it's going to, your habits are of a poor man, so it's going to eat that money up and you're going to lose it. So it's the same thing if you have a big girl self-image, right, and big girl habits, you might lose the weight for a little second, but them big girl habits go eat that plate up and now you right back into your image because that's what you see of yourself so I think that the psychological part is probably the the bigger thing that most people are dealing with and when you talk about getting rid of waste understanding that all of that fat that is on top of you right especially when oh this five pounds is because you broke up with somebody Mm -hmm. this five pounds is because of trauma this five pounds is because of work stress Right, so now your hips is over here. This is your work hips. This the last boyfriend. This the current one. This the family that's on your back. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna put that in the post. Listen, post. you got you got a, your your body is built on your problems. Yeah. Nineteen kids. High level conversation. Goddamn with the dogs. Peace family, I'm 19 Keys. We're here for another high level conversation. Today I'm joined with some very impactful, powerful, vibrational, beautiful human beings. And they brought their black, melanated, vibrational, educational family here to share some very powerful information today. Not only are they entrepreneurs, content creators, um, vegan educators, right? 
And I say specifically vegan educators because that's what they do. They have a platform called Surviving Vegan and they teach you how to survive, which is an oxymoron because it's really teaching you how to thrive by eating right, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, most people look at it as if it is a hard thing. And I believe the impact that they're having is teaching people that it's much harder to be unhealthy than it is to be healthy. Right, you're always going to have a better mood, you're going to have better energy, you're going to live a better quality of life. Now, when you see Sister Orisha's content, you know she's a professional and she is consistently creating new methods to get people to understand that health is wealth. So, as I watch her shows, and you know, I call them shows, you understand me <laughs> when I see them because she, she reminds you to look at what's on the back. She, what she said, the front is for entertainment, the back is for information. Man, I love that one, and then of course, join with. Us is her other half, which is the good guy Grizzly. Now this brother stays on his Grizzly, you understand me? From what I hear, he taught her to become vegan. And he's also the founder of Digitize Me. So they have digital education platforms as well as they're teaching health. So they're literally teaching health and wealth. And today we're gonna to get into both subjects, man. I appreciate y'all being here. Thank Listen, you. we appreciate you too, man. Okay, yeah. That's an awesome intro right there. Man, thank you. <laughs> I saw I saw I saw a clip and you was talking about intros and was like, yo, I don't intro myself like that, but I can intro somebody else like yeah. that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. You got I'm a 19 try, keys. Try to take the truth and make it poetic. That's all. We appreciate <laughs> it. We appreciate it. So I want to start with I want to start with the brain, man. You know, um right before I sat down I was studying on just different things that impact our thinking and our brain. Because, you know, even as we sit here and, you know, we've had a lot of high level conversations on here, but, you know, I worry about people's ability to retain information, mm. right? And I believe that dementia is setting in at early and early stages, right, for people. And that's because, of course, we're not on a circadian rhythm. We got too much blue light. There's too much things inside the food. We have low education levels. Right, so all of these things is the worst combination possible, right, for human beings. Everything is going against our natural order. We're not getting sunlight as prescribed times. We're not drinking the proper amount of water. We're not eating nutrient-rich, dense vitamin foods. So therefore, we are lacking the ability to retain information, to um, have increased memory, focus, better moods. So what is what are the ways that you all stay bright-minded, where that light bulb mm -hmm. is always on? What are some of the, the, the things that you can recommend a person when it comes to brain health? Well, the first thing I would say is no information we give is meant to replace that of a licensed physician. You yes, know, the people be peeping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got to put that in there. But you want to make sure, without, well, let me talk from the perspective of veganism, because when a lot of people go vegan, they become carboholics, right? They mm. become starchitarians, mm. and they take the meat off of their plate, and they don't create a well-balanced plate. So that's the first thing you want to do. Uh, healthy fats is what's going to lead to the memory increase, is going to lead to the focus. So you want to make sure you're eating your healthy fats. When we first went vegan, we were carboholics. We were mm -hmm. carboholics, yes, we and we just took all of the meat off the plate and kept the white rice. <laughs> yeah. Right. We kept the uh, white flour. We kept the IHOP potatoes. We mm -hmm. kept all of these things on our plate, and we actually started to see a decline at first. And we were like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing wrong? Right? We got about as big as a stick. Yeah. Right? We got so small. We were, people was like, what's going on with y'all? Y'all don't like y'all driving. <laughs> so that's how we actually came up with Surviving Vegan, because it was about understanding how to live uh, according to this new way of life. And I realized, okay, not only are we not following the circadian rhythm, but we're also not balancing our meals at all. 
Okay. Listen, and for us, when we first started, though, honestly, we we were uneducated like anybody else going into it. We just knew we wanted to make that change. So mm -hmm. to to really get to the spot that we at today, the way we were able to retain that information was to honestly just tap into the culture that we was just so solely ripped away from. Yeah, mm -hmm. honestly, because um, that was enough fuel for me to stay and hold on to it with the dear life because yeah. I felt like nothing else mattered at the time. So, you know, when we talk about carboholics and all that, that yeah, we, we were in that spot, but to really stay in that spot, you need to have, it has to mean something to you. Right. What? That's how I was able to retain the information. It, it meant something. Mm. It wasn't just no trend. Yeah. It's a trend nowadays. No, that's a fact. And, you know, I, I came up with a list of things that I wanted to read off, you know, um, when it comes to brain health specifically, like, I believe I talked about this somewhere in a previous episode upon how the brain goes through changes at the age of 25. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And so during those changes, you have to stimulate the brain in different ways in order to keep that regenesis, that neuroplasticity, mm -hmm. you understand me, developing and your brain able to maintain and retain information that mm -hmm. same way. Otherwise, you go through slow cognitive decline. One of those things, of course, for me um, is working out. Working out keeps the brain um, functioning and it increases focus, I think probably about like two hours after working out, it keeps you young, mm -hmm. specifically having strenuous workouts. So like if you study and you have a strenuous workout, it, 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 and I'm talking about not just you just walked around the block, you understand me? I'm talking about doing something that requires some strenuous activity. So therefore now your brain is downloading information. Right now, you're opening up that brain part where you can increase things into your long term memory. Mm -hmm. Right. And I want to start off with that, like I said, because this is high level information, it's high level right. knowledge. And mm -hmm. I want people to be, you know, after you watch this, I want you to go do 100 push ups or 100 squats. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. Because okay. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> you did. Um, the next one was mental stimulus, right? Mm -hmm. So, like reading, writing, mm -hmm. puzzles, brain games. Correct. Something that challenges your brain to think, right? Correct. For neurons to actually grow. Mm -hmm. Correct. Uh, so when they did studies and they showed that, you know, all of us go through some type of form of dementia, if you will, whether it's, it's smaller forms than other, but different parts of the brain stop working. But as you see, some older people, they can be in their 80s, but they recall is still great. Correct. So scientists don't have an 100% on why some people age, and even though certain parts of the brain are not active, they still are able to think very well. Mm -hmm. and, and one of them was they said education levels, mm. right? Like, and, and that makes sense because, you know, if you have, let's say that you got one part of the brain that holds certain parts of information, mm -hmm. But you're so well-educated and you have so much knowledge that's dense in the other part of your brain, that's sufficient enough for you to be able to utilize, to still maintain and think. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's been all sort of ways where they look at the brain and find that, yo, it can operate without the other, right? Because our brain is not just different parts. Each part is a symphony that works together with each other. Mm -hmm. And going into that is another thing of music, right? Mm -hmm. I see you have your child here. I don't have a child yet. But <laughs> yet, heavy on the yet. Yeah, on the yet. But I always think about like when I have a child, I want my child limping into symphony music. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Right, I don't want my right. child knowing rap music or any other music to, you know, whatever age that I feel like their brain has developed properly. Mm -hmm. 
But I think that's important because when we listen to music, our brain is doing pattern recognition. It's trying to predict what the next thing is. So now our brain is actually working in flow. And so, you know, as you eat, because you are, and I'm going to let you talk about this part, about, you know, detox, mm -hmm. right? Because I want to really get right into it. With the detox, of course, you know, eating, we overwork our stomachs and our brains. Correct. You understand right. me? We, we're constantly pulling blood to our stomach so that we can digest food. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that two, three, four times throughout the day, mm -hmm. right? So the ability for your brain to maintain this health throughout this day, right, is being overworked all day long. So now your thinking slows down, right? Your mood gets bad. You're tired throughout the day. Fatigue is consistent and you develop brain fog. So I want, even though I just, I always do this with questions. I list the important and I ask the question. <laughs> but <laughs> if you can tell me, why, number one, why did you all first started doing detoxes? Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, I'll start there. Um, with myself, I had been a person that dealt with depression. Uh, mm. suicide as well. Mm. Um, actually, in 2013, I was in the psychiatric ward here in Georgia. Mm. Uh, and being in, and this is where like the awakening started to happen because I started to ask questions. And being in that facility, I saw so many women on different types of drugs. And I saw that they looked like zombies, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, you know, I wasn't keen to veganism or holistic health at all, but something within me just said, this doesn't seem right. So ever since that experience, thankfully coming out of that uh, one piece, since that experience, I've always questioned, like, what is it to this health thing? And continuing to ask those questions led to veganism and led to our ultimate awakening, right? But with depression, I find that stress is number one killer for a lot of people. And I say number one killer because we are emotionally eating. Mm -hmm. The stress that we're experiencing causes us to emotionally eat. It raises the cortisol levels in the blood, mm -hmm. which leads to depression. And then you continue this cycle because you feel like I'm not achieving, right? I'm, I'm stressed out to achieve, then I'm not achieving. I'm having experiences and I'm attracting experiences right. that make me feel more depressed. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I was in that cycle. So becoming vegan for me and removing a lot of the fast food chemicals, right? A lot of the phthalates, I just made a, a post about that today. A lot of the things that cause ADD, and you can look that up, phthalates, that's one of the main chemicals that is flooding our children's uh, digestive system, adults as well, uh, because we're eating the fast food. And it causes, like I said, ADD, it causes anxiety, it causes depression, it causes mental deficiencies and vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin mm. K, which all are needed for us to be a sustainable person. So going vegan, yes, we had that decline, but once we figured it out and we realized, okay, the basic foundation, protein, carbon, and fat, let me find nutrient dense foods in that, I was able to remedy my own depression. Mm -hmm. right? I was able to remedy my anxiety and I still work on it day by day, but stress is the number one killer for a lot of us because not only does it cause us to have emotional trauma, but it weakens the heart, Yeah, right? It causes you, I remember I used to have panic attacks in my sleep, mm. right? It weakens the heart and, you know, going through those type of issues and, you know, going vegan and not just saying, hey, I'm going to take meat off my plate, but understanding that there needs to be balancement, you can restabilize the body. That's powerful. Number one, just the, the, just the, the idea, and I appreciate that testimonial as well, and you sharing that story. 
Because there's a lot of people that are dealing with depression, mm -hmm. right? And depression is one of them taboo subjects that people don't like to hear you talk about too much, right? Because they feel like sometimes, you know, when you give a, a solution towards depression that mm -hmm. is not real. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people that believe that it's, it's impossible to cure or get over that this is just this thing that nobody understands and but the correlation between being healthy and being happy you understand me is one that nobody can disrespect mm. right mm. because when you know health thought would heal you understand me in order to be healthy you have to be healed mm. right and you know some depressions are at a, a physical level right and some are just at a mental level Right. Anything that is just at a mental level, of course, you know, um, can be healed right through thinking. Right. A physical level through physical violence or traumatic things that have happened to you. Then that is a different type of therapy that is required Correct. to help a person get over whatever mental deficiency, illness, depression that they may be going through. So, you know, respect to people that go through. Uh, uh, traumatic, violent situations because it's much harder because there's, you know, um, uh, inflammation that happens in the brain, mm -hmm. right? And it's harder for that wiring that used to be that mm -hmm. is your personality to develop that same way. Your personality. Yes. Your personal reality. I mean, I think it's even deeper than that, right? Because what we learned about the aura, you know, and the mm -hmm. and the, the, the bio the biosphere. Like and, and you need to go through a deep cleansing of every, every human being has a bioplasmic sphere that surrounds their body. Mm. Um, and this was really key for me to overcome depression, anxiety, no matter what's going on in my life, being happy and staying stable. Because in order to attract, we need to be stable. The, mm -hmm. the right things you want to attract, right? So I, I started doing deep research on just our aura in general, and through the research, I found that. This is not just Swedo science. You know, the CIA has committed millions of dollars mm -hmm. to parapsychology studies. And parapsychology studies is literally understanding how are we able to do these paranormal things. Mm -hmm. And they're not really paranormal because through the primo vascular system, they only tell us about the circulatory system, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The nervous system. They don't tell us about the primo vascular system that our ancestors have known for hundreds of thousands of years. Now the Chinese have said, hey, we can't ignore this anymore because they have dyed it with the color blue and now they can measure it, yeah. right? So with the primal vascular system, that shows that through touch, not even through herbal medicines, through water or through food, through touch, I can touch your kidneys just by touching your body, mm. touching certain meridian points. So understanding the primal vascular system and how that affects this aura that surrounds us, it extends six to nine feet above you, around you. And like you were saying, going through these traumatic events, your bioplasmic spirit records that. And that's how you respond to nature. That's how you respond mm -hmm. to different incidences. That's how you respond to people. So when, when like you say, we've been through this traumatic, it's still in your biosphere. You never yeah. truly get away from the trauma that you've experienced. Only you can do is try, what'd you say, not rise above it. Yes. You got to work within it. You it's gotta there. You got to work within it. You got to free the light. You know, that it becomes trapped light for somebody to say, you know, um, and I know it's a sensitive topic, going through violent situations from a spouse, from a parent, right? That, let's say it happens at eight years old. I'm 32 now. So the age of my biosphere is 32 years old. Halfway there, Within my biosphere, three feet, there will be my 15-year-old to 17-year-old experiences. And if I went through a traumatic experience at 15 years old, there's trapped spiritual essence there. And you can release these things, right? 
you just have to do some fine-tuning and you can release the trapped aura there and you will find that hey I can be grateful for the experience I don't have to try to detach from it when we say things like I'm gonna rise above it that's mm -hmm. you trying to detach from it but it's a part of you why don't you free some of the spiritual essence that's been trapped there and you can do that through musical tuning you could do that through color therapy you could do that through so many things and me really understanding that and doing research on that has helped me to have a peace that nobody can can steal from me yeah coming from a place of depression and anxiety you know that that reminds me of just you know because uh, because light everything is light so Correct. a lot of times when we explain things when we talk about signals we talk about frequency we talk about energy these are really the same words describing it in different forms in different domains right information you know being transformed in different ways so when i think when i hear that i was um, talking with my father and my brothers about you know the mathematical universe on how mm. everything at a subatomic level is a mathematical proportion right the universe at that level is described by mathematics right it's unseen they're not really looking at these things mm -hmm. they're describing the portions right, right? and so that same is something called ontological mathematics, and it's not mathematics written on paper, but it's mathematics written in time and space, right? That have real application, radio frequencies and things of that nature. And human beings, we're mathematical structures, right? Mm -hmm. We're multidimensional beings. So everything that we go through has a particular frequency, right? It's information embedded into that. The same way they say information is embedded into our DNA. Correct. It has a frequency and there's a mathematical formula that's attached to that. So anyway, I say all that to say that, you know, thinking about the ideas of, you know, tuning your frequency, mm -hmm. right, is scientific and mathematical at a level, mm -hmm. right? But sometimes... You know, because we got some people that can understand the key and the spiritual, and then some people that can only stand, understand the science, mm -hmm. right? But they're really in relation, utilizing different languages in different ways to understand the same thing. Correct. Right? So for me, like, when I study, I talked about this with Yaki, talking about water and how water traps a frequency, mm -hmm. right? Just based on the structure of water. So it's the same thing with things that we go through based on the environments that we grow up in. If we are in a negative environment, that frequency now gets implanted into us. Mm -hmm. If we are in a household of negativity, of trauma, of violence, then we are vibrating with that frequency on us at all times as we move throughout reality. Yeah. So I can understand that idea of our aura or our light because what that will represent is an emanation of something within us being transferred out sending a signal mm -hmm. and so you know it's like you have a you can do sound baths mm -hmm. right to to tune different frequencies you can listen to you know when i do before a speech sometimes i listen to some beethoven because mm -hmm. i just want my mind mm -hmm. to be unblocked and to flow because you said letting things go mm -hmm. right because we think about fighting our traumas, fighting through right. depression. Right. Instead, it's and like that's forgiving. that's a sign that you're living in high stress. Because you you're going to be fight and flight. Yeah. Or hot. So yeah. if you constantly feel like, I got to fight my way through this, I just know you're just stressed out. Yeah. And you don't have, your stress is displaced. You don't know what to do with this. So you have to fight. That's the body's innate response. Yeah. And you said, you know, you don't want your children to listen to a certain type of music before a certain age. And that's absolutely correct. Because... Through frequencies, you can send messages. 
I agree with you saying you don't want your children to listen to certain types of music before age because up until about the age 10 to 12, everything that they hear, they believe. Mm. They don't have, they're in that theta wave state. And that's where we should all work to be within, that theta wave state, because that's where you're the freest. Mm-hmm. Right? So children are naturally in that wave state. That's why they're so creative. Right? That's why they're so impressionable. Because that logical mind, you were talking about the right side versus the left side of the mind, the lo- that logical mind has not been through enough yet yeah. to really analyze things correctly. Yeah. So I, I 100% agree A with child that. doesn't have logic. A child doesn't have, mm. you know, because the state is at that theta, it's not at the point of decision making. Mm-hmm. It doesn't think for itself. Mm-hmm. So everything that the child learns is direct programming. Yes. Right? Correct. It can't, it doesn't have any information to say yes or no. Right? It's like correct. a child system of thinking is properly in tune for quantum mechanics and physics, mm-hmm. right? It's the same way you can play peekaboo with a child to a certain age because a child doesn't you know, believe that there's anything on the other side of that, right? So when you show now, it, it, it now has a reference point that, okay, you are here, and it starts to laugh, like, mm-hmm. whoa, you disappeared, you're here. And then after like four or five, now your child uh, brain switches over to where it says that, no, I know daddy or mommy is on the other side. This is not funny no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. And, and you know, I... I I, had a, I have a, a new concept, an idea about, you know, when you're a child, you are a master of the universe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right? You are in completely in tune with the way the universe works. And then as we go through adults, we go through an unlearning and relearning process, and we have to become students of the world. And so our brains are limited to what or where the current paradigm has gone. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, most theoretical physicists that have won... Um, Nobel Prizes for quantum physics don't actually really believe in it. Mm. You understand me? Because it goes against the logic of the mind Mm -hmm. that these things can be entangled, right? The unseen world, these things don't make sense. Correct. Right? So when we talk about spirituality and we talk about energy and we talk about aura, we have to understand that there's a whole unseen world. You understand me around us at all times that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So we try to deal with things based on what we see. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And so there's this unseen things that we just can't diagnose. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about detox, you know, detox is going to increase your mental and your spiritual magnetism. And you talk about detox in a way where it can increase the amount of money that people make. Woo! Come you on, that's me? the one right that's there. What, that's what I want to hear about. <laughs> you know, when we when we started to um, bring that concept in, um, it was actually from talking to our consumer, mm. you know, talking to our tribe. Because at the end of the day, it's okay to talk about being healthy, but if my money don't match mm-hmm. what you're talking about, it, it just don't make sense to me. And that's what we was getting the response. So we had we, what we ended up doing was. And I don't say this about anybody else. It's wealth out here. You can make money any type of way you want, right? But we made money on being healthy. That was what it was. Mm. We realized that, hey, when we started to cleanse our body and we started to realize that, man, hey, the doors start opening up. Mm-hmm. Portals started to, to reveal themselves. And, but also it wasn't just about the food. It was a spiritual, a cultural, a whole mental shift that right. came with this. 
So when we first came, we didn't think that oh, we was going to be poor when we transitioned. We actually knew that we were going to be wealthy right? because we took this step. That was the step to... The issue is you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe you can learn, make some money, understand a new skill set, jump into a course, a community, and all of a sudden your problems start to go away. No, you think because of your education and your environment, certain things weren't made for you. Or you think you're too gangster to learn this. You understand me? Or you think you're too old to learn it. <laughs> or you think maybe you don't know enough about technology, you're not interested in it whatsoever. Or maybe you think just certain things are just not for you, yet you got all of these goals, aspirations, things that you think that you're privileged to in the world. But that's not the way the world works. The world works for those who work for the world and those who work for themselves. See, once you start to develop the power of the mind, then you understand that it's about mentalism. How to be able to take those thoughts that are inside your head and bring them outward. But first, you have to be able to bridge the gap. The gap between where you want to be, the distance is determined by what you know and what you don't know. And the speed in which you get there is determined by your own willpower and your ability to execute in your work ethic. See, I don't want to do anything for you. I want to give you the tools to be able to do for self. But I also understand that the world handicapped us. They gave us a school system. They gave us learning disabilities. It took us away from our creative learning, how to be able to learn on the go and to become critical thinkers. At a certain point in time, everybody just stopped thinking. You just stopped thinking. The other day I was listening to some advice on social media and I heard one opinion. Right? Then, scrolling down, I heard somebody else talk about the same subject, give an opposing opinion, and I actually had to stop myself and think about it. Wait a minute. Both of these people are not right. The problem was, I didn't want to critical think for myself, so I took the first influence that I got. Because I didn't feel like thinking about it on the subject. So when you hear about subjects of financial literacy, you hear about blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies and wealth building systems, sometimes when a person tells you something negative, it becomes your excuse and your reason why not to execute. But see, I got a large family, and I don't let nobody make excuses around me. I employ my family. I employ designers and developers, and I pay them tens of thousands of dollars. Why? Because they can do things that I can't do. Now, without skill sets, that's not much value that you have. Because now, your value is determined by the market. But when you have skill sets that nobody can take away, you always have value no matter where you are in the world and what time it is of the day. See, develop a skill nobody can take away, and you have a value that nobody can strip away. When we talk about wealth, I don't want it to be some pie-in-the-sky idea, I don't want it to be some 10-year future. I want it to be now, because the future is now. Because they've built everything that we need, so you just have to learn how to use it. And we're going to teach you how to use it in the BWO. We're going to teach you how to use it in this block world order. You understand me? So now, you can get off your ass and use your mind and get you some money. Use your mind to change the infrastructure of your life. But guess what? Nothing works if you don't work. So yes, we built the foundation. But it's up to you to stand on it yourself. Come and join the Block World Order. See what we have to offer. Now you can take those goals you have in your head and make them obtainable by the skills you possess in your mind. Tap in.
what, what did I say to her? Um, I said, hey, I want to build a pyramid. Why can't today and age, like, why we can't build pyramids, but pyramids mm -hmm. are living, breathing things. They're here. Right. Why can't we replicate it? I'm like, nah, something not right. And all the studies came back to my diet. Said all the master teachers, all of the, the higher powers, they cleanse themselves. Yeah. You know, when we, we study to the elevate. religious system, we study Jesus, fasted, you know. So when I made the decision, because we, we went vegan together, but we had a traumatic experience happen where uh, U.S. Marshals rushed our house and he got uh, imprisoned, mm -hmm. right? And that was from some things that happened years prior. Mm -hmm. In that moment, I said, you know what? I'm at, I'm at a fork in the road. Am I going to continue on this? Is this really going to bring me the manifestation that I know it can? And I said, I'm going to, what made me really lock in with detoxing, I had three reasons. I want to continue to beat depression. Manifestation, food, spirituality, cultureship, all of that goes together. Yeah. And when we came to a point in our journey, we keep going through tests. Every time it's time to, you know, be introduced to new things, we go through a very rigorous test. Thank you to the ancestors yeah, for that. Sure. Uh, so we went through a test where we were, you know, being vegan for maybe like a year, and then we were doing our rituals, being more spiritual. Next thing we notice, U.S. Marshals rush our house. And mm. we're like, what is this? We've been doing everything right. I've been yeah. lighting the sage. I've been, you know, I've been doing all these things. And I realized that was a fork in the road for me. I said, you yeah. know what? Am I going to go back to everything I was doing? Partying up, standing on top of the bars, you know, drinking the Patron. Am I going to keep doing it? Am yeah. I going to go back to that? Yeah. I was turned up. <laughs> am I going to do that or am I going to continue to walk down this path? And I say, you know what? Well, here's my three my three whys. I want to truly recover from depression, anxiety. I want to, at that time, it was manifest our first $100,000. And I want to make sure that our family can stay on the right track and be balanced. And this was all during the duration of what? That was during the duration of like 90 days. Mm. And I locked in. I started to Detox my body. I wanted a three-day grapefruit fast. Shout out to Queen of Food. That's who I uh, really learned that from. That was mm -hmm. one of my first early teachers through books uh, before I found so many others. I went on a three-day grapefruit fast. And you talked about mental stability. At the end of that, that grapefruit fast, y'all going to think that I'm just saying this just because I'm on high-level conversations. But I'm telling you this is the truth. Third day of the grapefruit fast, I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. All of the waste was coming out every end of my body. Mucus, vomiting, everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I was like, this is incredible. I'm, I'm purging. On the fourth day of the detox, the day after the detox, day four, I went to a baby shower. I kid you not, I was able to feel everybody's vibration. Mm -hmm. I was able to talk to people and tell them things about themselves on the first time of meeting them. And they were like, wow, what are you doing? How did you lose weight so fast? How are you able to speak so highly of yourself? And how are you able to communicate in this way? And I told them it was through fruits and vegetables. I had removed so many things that I was holding on. Mm. White, white flour, white sugar, um, a lot of the things that deprive the body of nutrients. When we eat the white sugar, know that it is, when you look at the back of the nutritional fact label, you know the front is for entertainment, the back is for education. When you read that nutritional label, it's going to say zero, 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 all the way down. Mm. So that has no nutritional value. If it has no nutritional value and the body has to use energy, caloric energy to digest it, Man, you're taking from the body. You ain't yeah. getting nothing in return. 
and you're getting nothing in return. Yeah, that's that's overworking the body. Yeah, you know, it, I, I look at it as the um, the energy asset lifestyle, or you got an energy liability lifestyle. Anytime mm. you eat anything, because when our body eats food, we want to get that light from it. You understand me? We want to get that energy from it because that that light has information in it for our body to process so that we can maintain healthy, mm-hmm. right? But when our body goes to eat food and it starts to break it down, right? It's going through our digestive system, through our gut, all of this. And it's like, wait a minute, there ain't nothing in here. It's looking for nutrients. You had me do all Correct. this work. Correct. That's like you mining, you understand me, a gold field all day long in the wrong area. You understand me? <laughs> And I, I didn't did all this working and nothing here. Now I'm tired. Yeah. You understand me? Now I don't even feel like digesting this food. I'm sitting here fatigued. What happens then is it pulls the, the nutrients from somewhere else in your body. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you, you attacking you, your body. You're attacking Correct. your body. And then we end up with blindness. Right. right? We ended up with um, polyps developing in the colon because we're improperly pairing foods. Mm. We're ending up with uh, arthritis, inflammation. Mm-hmm. You're setting off the body immune response by eating foods that are not real foods. They're right. food-like foods. Right, and they start to attack the body. That that was one thing for me. I always talk about that the itis being a, a suffix for inflammatory disease, but we always celebrated getting the itis, getting tired after we eat certain food. And you should not. When the food is supposed to energize us when we're done eating, it's supposed to enrich us. Right now, we're transitioning into raw, mm-hmm. right? And the whole thing about going raw vegan, I mean, it's like, it's, it's hard in the it's, mind. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? But I found some great, <laughs> I found some great vegan chefs. No, I did it once before. I was, when I first really was hip on Dr. Sebi. Yeah. I said, I'm going to try this. Oh, man, it was terrible. And, and, and I'm going to be yeah, honest. You got to get the right chef, number one. Right I, I ain't gonna, right I, I'm not well, even going to say. That was when there was nobody it making was vegan nobody food. Making it, so right? you got to literally go to the store and find raw ingredients well, to eat. Well, that's what we started at. like 10 goddamn items on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely You know what I'm saying? It's all no sugar. Listen, everything has sugar The transition to veganism is just so so broad right now because when we started, everything was from scratch. Yeah, it was extreme. Everything from scratch. I'm yeah. going to make it homemade bread. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, yo, I'm in the kitchen for about eight nine hours yeah this is serious yeah but just going to the raw aspect right the reason to going raw is to now allow the body to get as much nutrients as possible mm. and that's the honestly the goal um it's not even just about the flavors or it's about healing the body correctly yeah. you know we can mm-hmm. we can yeah it's cool to eat cooked food I, I ain't gonna run away from cook but i love cooked food but eating cooked minerals causes mineral deficiencies mm. as well mm. right because you're not getting the full nutrient right density of the food. So eating too many cooked minerals can lead to, and your body will start to show signs, right? So you may see uh, veins in the eye with a blue dot at the end, anemia, that causes mm-hmm. anemia, mm-hmm. iron deficiency, right? You may look at the nails and you'll start to see uh, white specks on there, zinc, magnesium deficiencies, mm-hmm. right? So as we continue to do these things, your body gonna start talking to yeah. you, but it's up to you to listen. Yeah, right? I wanna know these signs. Talk <laughs> to me, how's the body talking to us and letting us know we unhealthy? So when it comes to face reading for mm-hmm. health, mm-hmm. what are some of the signs that you look for that indicate good or bad health? Um, so uh, all praises to Dr. Africa because that is who I was formerly trained yes, by. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, so, and I highly recommend um, everyone get his, get his books. Uh, but when we look at the face, first thing you want to know how to do is map the face. 
So when we look here, we're looking at the colon. Mm. When we look at the lips, we're looking at the colon. When we look at the side of the mouth, we're looking at the kidneys. When we look around the mouth, we're seeing uh, the sex organs. So a lot of people that have PCOS, fertility issues, they will have hair on the lip or they may have a developing a mustache or chin hairs. Mm. Right? When we look at the lungs, we look, sorry, we look at the cheeks, we're looking at the lungs. When we look at the tip of the nose, we're looking at uh, the heart. Right, when we look between the, the brows here, we're looking at the liver. So when you understand how to map the face like that, then when you see any inconsistency, I don't care if it's hyperpigmentation, if it's acne, if it's uh, dark spots, if it's wrinkles, if it's dehydration mm. change in skin texture, that would mean that there's an inconsistency with that organ. Mm. Right. So when we go through puberty after eating all this cow's milk for 15 years and things, you see white hair start to appear on the forehead. Mm. More than likely, that child is dealing with constipation, which is leading to the whiteheads. Mm. Now, the Africa said that's just a big old turd sitting on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, when we know these things, you can stop so many health issues that start to form in childhood. Yeah. My yeah. son, I look at him and I see anything changing his face. I'm like, okay, you need to increase your vitamin mm. D. Mm, Grizzly will tell you, I don't play yeah. about that. I, I don't play about that. I feel I like that anything. is a skill that every mother and father should know. Mm-hmm. Like that, sure. that should there should be a parenting guide that comes along with that. If number one, of course, <laughs> not even just for yourself, but like yo, this is how you read your children' health before you before you because your your goal is to decrease the necessity and dependency on an outside physician like a doctor, Correct. right? But of course. The industry is trying to figure out a way to increase your dependency. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to create literature that educates parents. Therefore, you're going to come to the doctor less often. And now they can't do billables on those visits. Mm-hmm. You understand me? It's a whole right. business in an entire industry. Yes. Sickness is the industry, mm-hmm. not healing, not curing. No. Sickness. If you're not sick, then we don't have business. Correct. Right? If you stay healthy, you put us out of business. Correct. So the reality, when you're thinking about any industry that has to survive literally off the sickness and death of people, mm. right? Then the only way for that industry to thrive is when we die and when we're sick. So yeah. we have to maintain ignorance on how to take care of ourselves. And uh, one thing that really resonated with me so many years ago, which really made me be like, wow, it is a business. Mm-hmm. People are going to hospitals where there are supposed healers, mm-hmm. right? And nurses and no shade to them. But people are dying for preventable diseases there as well. So how much of a healer are you really? Right. How much of a healer are you? So. You said, don't become dependent on the system to tell you. And that's being a parent, especially what they call an extreme diet, such as veganism. You got to be on your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. You really have to because they waiting on you to mess up. Right. They are. And it's worse now. Like, I, I feel like our parents had to have less information because there was less inflammation. Mm. Right. Because of the foods were more organic. Mm. Right. They, 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 they were more natural. Now we have more processed foods. So you have to update your techniques based on your times, mm-hmm. right? So now you having knowledge of health is more consequential than our parents who even when they drunk milk, it was fresh and organic. Correct. It's not the same as mm-hmm. what's being in the stores. It's not mm-hmm. some man delivering it with a jug and it's in Correct. a glass jar. 
that's not what you're receiving. Right. You're receiving all the hormones and the all of the different nasty things that they put in there. So you may take a diet that's from an old food pyramid of a time where things was organic. Right. But now we have a genetically modified industry where the foods are no longer organic. So now you have to change. You have to modify the way that you parent, modify the things that you learn so that you can maintain what, what does health look like in 2022, Correct. right? We know that the, you know, um, the, the meat industries are in bed with the cancer, you understand me, industries. So these and, and are, have a direct correlation, right? Because here they are funding the studies. Correct. So they're not gonna ever link their sponsor Correct. to being the cause. Correct. That don't even make sense. That don't make sense. They, and, and you can never be impartial when the 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 goddamn disease is curing the or funding the foundation for the cure. Correct. Right. That's like the um, tobacco industry, right? Funding research for cancer. Mm. <laughs> That's. That's exactly what it is today. And, and so many parents came to me about, what are you going to do about the Medea? What are you going to do about the Medea? So when I hear these questions from parents, it makes me go research why you shouldn't be drinking cow's milk. And, you know, doing research on of some of these farms, the way not only do they treat the animals inhumanely, but the method in which the milk is reaching your table mm -hmm. is disgusting. Mm -hmm. They are not allowing these cows to have a break. Right. right, so we have so many women now dealing with cysts, fibroids, all these things, which is cause of high estrogen in the body. Mm. Right, when we look at baby formula, they're using a lot of whey protein. Okay, whey protein is basically a waste product mm. after making cheese. Mm. From milk to cheese to whey, the amount of casein that is in the milk is quadruple every mammal has casein in their milk mothers cows when you say casein what do you mean casein is a chemical that is used to make you bond to your mother mm. right to make the baby favorable of actually drinking milk so you're saying that every every mammal has casein every mammal has casein but what they're doing and why people can't come off of the cheese is in the milk is because First of all, you're not a baby cow. The amount of casein in the animal's milk is quadruple the amount that's in a mother's milk, right? So when we give our children these things straight out of the womb, they become addicted to these food products. Now, through infancy into adulthood, these food products are high in estrogen. One, because it's from a cow. Number two, because on the farms, the farmers are not allowing these animals to rest. They are artificially inseminating these animals so that the farm can continue to make money. Right. So now we have cows that are constantly pregnant and they're only supposed to be pregnant a portion of the year. They're pregnant the whole year. Mm. Causes an increase in estrogen. Then we have this flowing into the whey protein, the whey protein being given to the babies. And you talked about, somebody here talked about, you know, the children developing faster because of the high estrogen in the milk. Right. So it's causing a hormonal imbalance. So now we have children eight and nine years old developing faster at faster right. rates than they did 50 years ago. Right, and right. that's so, not good, that's stressing the body. Mm -hmm. Stressing the body, correct, and, and we're not seeing this. So if you're looking at your child and you're noticing at five, 10, 15 years old that they're developing uh, hair around the chin or hair or mustache around the lip, 
that's early signs of some issues with the sex organs. It could be many things. It could be infertility. It could be uh, fibroids. It can be PCOS. But the body starts talking to you. You can go take a test, and the test will say, oh, you're fine. But I guarantee you 30 years later, she'll end up having some issues with mm. her reproductive system. That's deep. What you talked about, the milk. Milk is one of the most debated subjects. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and cheese. Yeah, and, and cheese. cheese. <laughs> I think everybody knows cheese is not good for you. It's just, it just, it, it tastes good on it's, so many it's the things. Casing. You understand me? But why does cancer taste good? It's the you know, Listen, man, I, it's, it's certain mysteries in the universe. <laughs> it's like sugar. You know, God, God did. Listen, we understand. Man. We definitely he said, understand. He could have made sugar healthy, but he decided <laughs> to make it unhealthy. But you know what I'm no, saying? the man decided <laughs> to make it unhealthy because the man wanted to extract the sugar from the sugar cane. Okay, but, yeah. but hold on now, but you got to break it down. Isolation, that's what turns it into the chemical component. So yes. that's what makes it unhealthy because we're isolating. Now, if you ate the whole sugar cane like it was, you would be fine. Yeah, when I was in Jamaica, I ate that sugar cane. It was good. It was good. But just the, because you know the, the, the bitters are the bitters, right? But just the idea that... We live in a, 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 a world where we have to retrain our thoughts and our ideas towards things. So we're going to eat something that's flavorful of sugar and, you know, it, it, it's palatable to our taste, but it's not good for our body. Correct. You understand sure. me? And so you sometimes make correlation with because this is so flavorable, this is good, therefore, and your mind is tricked like, damn, this is good for me because it's making me feel, feel good, good because of the endorphin rush. And that's what we get, that's what comfort we get ourselves food. cased up at. Yeah. That's what we call comfort food. It becomes a comfort food because, again, it goes back to your emotions. Everything is tied to everything, spirituality, emotions, so you want to feel good through this food because it's giving you some type of rush. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, if you check this out, not only does the food give you rush, but then guess what? We're eating all these sweets around these holidays. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're eating sweet potato pies. We're eating pound cakes and red velvet cakes. Mm. Everybody's depressed, mm. right? Everybody in the family's depressed. <laughs> and it's winter time. Okay, everybody's depressed, but now you have these sweet foods that make you feel good, and then you go to Thanksgiving dinner at Mama's house, or Big Mom's house. Which is a sound right? surrounded around. So now good. you feel good, and you eat this food that makes you feel good. Mm. So now you're addicted to it. Right. Right. On all levels. Everything On everything all levels. has to come together. You want the eggnog, which is nasty. <laughs> uh, you want the eggnog. You got to have your gingerbread, man. You never want you to overspend. You understand me? Mm -hmm. You and y'all in the family gossiping about each other, but it's bring everything that's bad. But you you need that concoction to make it feel like the holidays. Exactly, Correct. the holidays is the most toxic concoction created. Mm. You understand me? You ain't because tell us, man. For, for, I mean, everybody knows that the holidays are toxic. Most people hate to come. You understand me? But also because the family dynamic has been destroyed and. Right now, it's just more so about capitalism than it is about the family actually coming together and being happy, right? Because if that was the case, we would come together all year long. Yeah, I don't need, why, why do, right now, you understand me, it doesn't have to be Christmas for your family to sit down or Thanksgiving and eat. Y'all want to gift each other something because you love each other, you can do that at any time. If you really love each other, because you can't tell me that you love somebody because you're doing it because of holiday. That ain't love to me. You know what I mean? That's that's indoctrination, correct? Right to a holiday ritual, correct? But if you love somebody, it's like you're in a relationship where I'm gonna wait till just your birthday to give you something. Mm -hmm. Nah, that ain't special. 
right? If you did it because it was just Tuesday and you thought about the person, that's love. That's a connection. Mm -hmm. For sure. Right? So for me, the holidays actually show the lack of love that we have for each other. Mm. Because these are not things that we would normally do on our own, mm -hmm. right? We're doing because they are ritualistic, right? Mm -hmm. And we have been indoctrinated towards them and now they are traditional. Mm -hmm. So it's like eating healthy and eating unhealthy can be rituals and they can be... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Traditional. Mm -hmm. Yes. So like and cultural. One of the things I wanted to talk about was also the tradition of breakfast and the myth of breakfast. <laughs> right? Because you put out a good video talking about, you know, what we eat for breakfast and how bad it is for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, break, breaking, <laughs> breaking the fast with the pig's booty. Why are you breaking the fast That's with it. the pig's booty? Right. And, and but like you said, indoctrination, because what they're saying, America's runs on Duncan. Yeah. Right. You you waking up, you got to run on sugar. You got to run on baked treats. Yeah. Right? On, on caffeine. And on caffeine. And everything you eat is dead on that plate. So now you're indoctrinating yourself like, hey, I need me a fix in the morning with some caffeine. And if you if you're addicted to caffeine, that just lets me know their endocrine system is not. Uh, working properly because you need something to stimulate you, mm -hmm. right? So I remember being addicted to caffeine for surely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I needed when I was working a job. I needed to drink. You know, uh, I had to have that double shot espresso in the coffee. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of nutmeg, half and half creamer, half and, and some half. brown sugar. <laughs> Ooh, or maybe a little dash of cinnamon. You understand me? And when you hit, it gives you that spike of energy, mm -hmm. right? So, and don't get me wrong, you can utilize caffeine as a nootropic. Mm -hmm. So your brain starts to be stimulated and mm -hmm. you can think now, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then when you add the sugar and then you add the type of uh, uh, caffeine that you have, especially with the kind that you get from like a Starbucks, you're not getting like the Kenyan coffee Correct. or the Blue Magic from Jamaica, or I don't drink coffee anymore. It's but a storm. It's a storm this, of a concoction. Yeah, and, and, and it's the most addictive drug, you understand me, that we have. So what got me off of it was, number one, I feel like anything that you want to change, you should study. So I started to study what was happening, right? Correct. Correct. And I realized that 
you know, it's a, it's, it's, if, if my energy starts off low here, right, I start thinking about, yo, I want more energy. So now my brain is driven towards that and there's a spike. So now I'm driven towards that spike of energy. Correct. Right. And that's my addiction right there. I wake up and then I have a vision towards it and I have to be driven towards that vision every single day. And only the caffeine can give me that thing. It's a hit. Right. So <laughs> instead, when I replaced it with gold water through fasting and what happened was, is I woke up with energy already. So I didn't need a spike. Mm. You understand me? And so my brain was already clear. It was already working. So that mm. addiction that I had and that need that I had for it disappeared. Right. And so that habit disappeared automatically. Got you. It, it, it almost felt magical. You understand me? But I just realized like, no. I was my, my brain was foggy. Mm -hmm. I needed energy. Caffeine was providing that hit. When I wake up and my brain is clear and I'm already energized, I don't need anything to supplement. And, you know what and that what usually happens once you create a mineral stability in the body. Yeah, yeah. All the symptoms you had goes away. Mm -hmm. Anemia, insomnia, brain yeah. fog. Once you create that stabilization again through minerals, yeah. it's going to stabilize yourself. Any any symptom you have, I don't care what it is, any symptom you have. And for those who may be watching, you don't believe me, you don't have to be a PhD scientist for this. You can right. literally just Google. Yeah. Let's say you have an issue with insomnia. Which mineral deficiencies lead to insomnia? You can Google it right now. It's going to come up with all the different mineral deficiencies. <laughs> mm. Any symptom that your body produces, cancer, lupus, right, arthritis, brain fog, low energy. It doesn't matter what it is. They start with mineral deficiencies. Mm. They start there. You are only as healthy as your mother's eggs and your father's sperm. Mm. So that some mineral, mineral deficiencies yeah. can be generational. Yeah. So when, that's when we talk about generational uh, um, um, curses and things that are on you from the generation. No, it's not just that. It's literally that it can't travel with you. Right. But you have the opportunity to reverse it. Right. Well, we know we are under mineralized society and an over chemicalized society. So we're going to always remain imbalanced as long as we're eating the thing that they Correct. feed us. Right. So Correct. it's the lifestyle outside of what they're providing because mm -hmm. what they provide is for capital. You understand me? It's not to heal the body. It's not to give you nutrients and all that. They, from the the inception of the idea to sell the product and food, is about profit. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So your health is nowhere in their business plan. You understand me? No, so understood. You have to realize that the person that you are depending on for your substance doesn't care about your substance. Well, this is why now we're in a position of owning and ownership yeah. and now getting to that position where you own your own land and you 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 forge your yeah. own stuff like so, it's important so when it comes to food what are some of the things that we should be eating because we got some food here today you understand <laughs> I me i can't wait to eat it that's gonna make it easier for people to survive being vegan what would you, you what, did <laughs> what would you I'm call this type of food? and i'm ready for this food to come on up yeah, what, what type of food is this this is trans transitional food man right? chef we need you <laughs> Transi so this is this is called transitional food. Transitional so because, food. Right. Because because no, no, don't get me wrong. This this food still gonna transition that bank account. Yeah. Still gonna transition that mindset. Yeah. It's still gonna transition that spirit. Because you on a journey. Everything is a journey. Right. Everything. Not a destination. It, that's Thank a fact. You. Thank you. Ooh, I get happy when I see this. I want to know what's on this plate, man. What we about to eat. Mm, what is chef. it? Postole? We got some extra stuff. On Hold on, man. Hold on. 
Mm-mm. 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 I'm so hungry. I'm gonna smack Listen. all through this one. You gotta Thank take your you, time man. and savor these type of plates, man. Well, you get these special dishes like this. This is my first time tasting. Hold on, what we got? First, hold on, before you taste anything, be ready to eat. Mm. Thank you. Speak life into this water. Yes, this water yes. nourish my body, send love to my body and all of my cells. May this water represent prosperity, love, and life. May that exude through every vein in my body. In our body. In our body. In our body. What is that, goddess? What? Mm-hmm. Let me hold your hand. You there you go, bro. Thank you. Then that this way. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. You're welcome. So, Chef, can you, number one, introduce yourself? And give us a breakdown of what's, what's this dynamic food that's on my plate right now, man. I'm about to nourish myself with. How you doing, family? I'm Mr. Vegan. And what we have on the plate is kale. It's green and red kale. Then we have cornbread. Then we have macaroni and cheese. And there's no dairy. There's no eggs or anything. And there's no salt in the kale. It's a mushroom season that I use. Believe me, sir, you will never taste kale like that. And those on the side right there, that's banana blossoms. I fry them just like catfish. And that's a homemade garlic yeah, aioli sauce. And at the top is any type of condiments that you would like on a um, catfish. Thank you, brother. I oh, appreciate and that. This is Indian Springs water. This is uh, this, not any type of water. This is water from uh, mineral water that comes directly out of a rock. And that's been used for hailing for generations and centuries. Yeah, and it's regulated by the state park in Bus County, Georgia. They mm. test it every week to see the pH level or the, uh, the toxicity level of the water. <laughs> That's the hundred dollar water right there. That's the hundred dollar water. You say purified through the rocks. You yes, gotta sir. understand the, the rocks as it goes and mineralizes the water as the water is flowing and it's being purified. Correct. You want that that water that has flow and energy and motion. You can get one of those machines and it, it constantly spins your water. Yeah. You understand me? So it has energy in it the whole entire time. Yeah, water comes in different forms. I hate Aquafina. Oh, <laughs> oh man, listen, that, listen. Listen, oh, listen. I always got some Aquafina. Everywhere I go, Aquafina is always sponsoring everything. Then everywhere. Everywhere. Every stadium they is. When y'all got some water and all they got is Aquafina, I'm thirsty as hell. And the Aquafina made me more thirsty. <laughs> it's dry. All right, well, we're going to... We, and we, one we, thing about the water, just to, you know, the, the water from the Indian Creek, you, it creates more mental stability. Um, and I love to say affirmations over the water because it can transform your cells. It can transform your cells. Uh, but this water will have you craving it. <laughs> Thank you, Chef. You're welcome. We appreciate you, man. That lion's mane, that's what we put in the smart moss. Mm. You understand me? That Absolutely. It's the one that people can take. It's completely legal, um, no known side effects, but it's going to help remyelinate the sheep on the act on the dendrites. You understand me? Essentially, allowing your neurons to connect information and pass them through each other, right? So we naturally go through processes of remyelination, but this helps stimulate that process as well. Okay. You understand me? Increase mood, memory, learning, things of that nature. Well, this thing it's increased my stomach. <laughs> this right here. This is hitting different. And the thing about having substitute fish is that a lot of seafood 
you know, um, it's not good for your pineal gland because it's at that it's bottom feeder with that mercury, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that mercury is not good for your pineal activation. So therefore, you want to substitute a lot of the things that you may love, and most of the thing that you love about it is just the texture and the seasoning. Yeah. Correct. Right. So everything can be replaced. You know, so especially if you replace it with something that's actually good for your mind, body, and spirit. You dig? So we have to go through that sort of renaissance of replacing the things Correct. that we love, right, for things that love us as well. But that was the, you know, that was our whole model when we brought Survivor Vegan to the world, right? We knew for us it was a transition. We knew that, man, we like, I wish we would have had this six years ago, seven years ago when we yeah. transitioned. We would have been full vegan all the way through. Yeah. We was pescatarian at the beginning because we couldn't find something that would replace that fish replacement. Mm -hmm. And now today, fast forward, we got it. So now that craving is beat. You know, and that's all it is when it comes down to transition and surviving vegan. It's all about the transition. It's not about where you are right now. It's not about you know, if you, you're going to be fully vegan. No, it's not about that. It's about aiding you on your transition because you're elevating. Right. You know, I want to talk about some of the, the most underspoken about assassins in the black community is corner store owners. Mm. Those are morgues. You understand mm -hmm. me? They, they prepare you for early death. And, you know, I believe that all, mostly all corner stores need to close down. Mm. Right? You know, you got... Uh, uh, um, a lot of them that's been in the hood for a very long time, you know, whether it's an Asian owner, whether it's the Yemens that own it, mm -hmm. the Arabs, whether it's a black person that own it, it don't matter to me because, you know, now that you have this awareness, you have a responsibility, right? I know that some of you are trying to feed your family, but it's killing families, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so now that we have this information about food and what it does to us, all of that food in them liquor stores is detrimental to us. You the know, liquor, the cigarettes, all of the food that has no nutrients in it, the canned foods, the artificial, the chips, all of it. And, you know, we got a society where all the celebrities only create foods that's bad for us. You, you understand me? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and you know, no disrespect, no. but it's like your entrepreneurship if it's not good for the community, I don't really care for it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not making a good product, I don't care the fact that you're making a product. You know, but then you got to look at them and see if they even making good choices in their own life. You know, um, because I, I, what I've seen, it's a lot of, obviously, industries out here that's all about the money, right? That's the, that's the whole go-to, get to the bag. Um, but like I like to, like I tell people now, it's not just about getting to the bag, it's about your mission. Yeah. What 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 mission do your brand really bring to 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 our community, to our culture? Um, yeah, you got the, the entrepreneurs out here that's building, and they they have these brands that essentially are not in line with where we need to be going. Mm -hmm. But because it's aligned with the wealth run, it's okay. And that's something that honestly we have an integrity to uphold because um, not just ourselves, but our culture, our community that we have. Like, yo, we can't bring, I'm surviving being one of the, if not the biggest platform for our culture today, right? We gotta, we have to read all the labels. We gotta know what what's coming through our community. It's no way for us to have this brand and don't teach mm -hmm. and educate on what you're not supposed to consume. Yeah. It just don't make sense. Yeah. And we can't bring nothing into it 
that mm-hmm. that is going to deteriorate you. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, even with us collaborating with people, we make sure we let them know. Like we of course we can't change your own decisions, but we mm-hmm. try best to influence. And what I'm finding is people really don't know. Like there's little people who don't realize that the first ingredient of anything that you eat is what the ingredients made the, the food is made the most of. Mm. People don't know that. Yeah. So if you read something that says water, then the next thing it says is high fructose corn syrup, mm. that means that that's mostly water and high fructose corn syrup. And high fructose corn syrup has been linked to so many developmental delays. Mm. And when we look at when you go read, I did a post. And I was going through the aisle. Sometimes I just do it for fun, just to see what's the new things out. And I'm reading all of these little juice boxes that we give our children. And it literally says on there, some of them say 0% juice. Mm, 10% juice. 8% juice. So what else is it? Right. Recently, Kool-Aid, not Kool-Aid, Capri Sun recalled this juice because there were cleaning products in it. Mm. Whoa. I didn't catch that one. So, yeah. I mean, we have to become, and that's, again, like you talked about earlier, you know, when you are a mom, and I know every mom that been watching this, you feel this, you have this nurturing aspect of you that wants the best for your children, but the best starts with what you put on that kitchen table. Yeah. I can look in your cabinet and I will see depression, anger, violence in the pantry, disguised mm-hmm. as oatmeal pies, disguised as candy and snacks. Yeah. And that's real. There's real research out there that's showing the link between eating these foods that are chemicalized, that contain high fructose corn syrup, and how through mental deficiencies it creates irritability, it creates anxiety, which ultimately leads to violence. And and, and that goes to the relationship in the household, mm-hmm. right? Being short-tempered, you know, getting irritated with each other because, you know, you may have irritable bowels, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. You, you, you know... Just eating proper foods is going to keep you in a proper mood. Correct. You understand me? Correct. And I think that that's a key as well because, you know, eating unhealthy foods can, can also lead to, number one, of course, it's going to lead to early death, which is automatically going to lead to an early elimination of that relationship. Mm. But I just wonder how much of that has a correlation between the quality of your relationship as well. It has a big correlation. You know, at the end of the day, we very transparent with our journey. And what we do, right? People look at us, we're not the perfect vegans. Mm. No way. That's There's not no a reality. Way. Yeah. We're on the journey as well. So that, what you just said, hit close to home because I battled with health issues to where those health issues determines my aura in my household. As a man, I'm the leader. So if I'm feeling sick and not feeling taken care of, that plays a role in mm-hmm. how I'm going to respond to my wife, to my children, to the people around me. And and it goes back to what she said, like you have to know that that food is all tied into it. It's all everything, it's not just the food, it's the emotions, yeah. it's the spirituality. What are you attached to? What is going on outside your doors that you're running into every day that got you on, on, on the fence? You know, all these components play a part, but definitely in the household, it, 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 it's an impact. It's been an impact. All I wanna say is, Grizzy, Mm-hmm. There's no excuse for anybody because if you can go to prison and remain vegan, mm. anybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, that was a journey right there. You know, for me, um, when we made our transition, like she said earlier, I ended up going to the feds. I did 18 months in the feds for something I had did four years prior. Mm-hmm. That's how they played. 
and it was at the turn of our life and our lifestyle. Like, I mean, I'm in my history books. I haven't been so deep in my history books in almost 15 years. And now I'm in my history books. I'm learning. I'm, I'm picking up all this new information. I'm like, okay, well, the change is coming. And then, boom, prison comes. I had two options to either allow that to bring me back to who I used to be or push me forward to who I wanted to be. And I took it as, yo, this is the time that I have to even go even harder on my chain. So in themselves, in that, in, in that six by six cell with, with my celly, I'm in there talking about veganism all day. I'm like, yo, this is how we got to eat. I'm in there polling, asking questions like, yo, what are you going to do with your diet? The, when she originally came to me with the idea of the brand, I was in prison. And I said, hey, we're going to go with it. Let's go with it. It's our lifestyle now. So all I could do from a phone was stay, stay sturdy in what I believe in and encourage her to keep mm-hmm. pushing. Um, on the flip side of that, I'm gaining every piece of business knowledge that's important because I'm clear now. I'm clear in my mind. I'm clear in my being so I can absorb more. Well, I got all these brothers around me that's facing times, doing life in prison, ain't coming home, trying to get home, whatever it may be, just wilding out. Doing whatever they want to do. I'm literally in the matrix of this place like, yo, nah, I can't get sucked in. I can't get absorbed. Chicken days popping, everybody eating chicken, Ooh. greasy fingers. Yeah. I'm sitting in the corner like, oh, man, she would I got to go. I got to go do something, you know. Um, um, and I just wouldn't go back, though, because I knew the elevation in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fast forward today, the elevation was worth it. Yeah, it, it was worth it was worth those 18 months sticking to it and coming home and getting back right back to it. It was worth it. Yeah, that's so, key. So when we talk about wealth, that's where the wealth came from. Yeah. I also think that, you know, we got a lot of blockages. We can be thinking right, but if we're not eating right, then it can cancel out some of that. The same way, you know, if we're eating right and we're not thinking right, it can cancel out that. Same way, like if you're doing those two things, but you got trauma, it can still cancel out your ability to magnetize things within your life. So for me, flushing out and letting go of those things allow you to be more clear Mm -hmm. and allow you to be a better receiver, you understand me, and a better magnifier and a magnetizer of the things (laughs) that you want (laughs) to attract within your life. So doing those deep cleanses, especially for us, we are a very spiritual and emotional people. Mm-hmm. So those things that attaches to our spirit and our emotions, you understand me, they make us heavier, mm-hmm. right? And it's harder for us to go move throughout the day. We try to keep ourselves as busy as possible without thinking about those things that's attached to us. But at some point in time, they're, they're just right there. We never leave them. No matter how fast you run, they're always with you. Correct. But you can get so busy that you start to ignore them, yeah. right? And then you get those moments where it's like, all right, now you weak though. I caught you at your weak moment. Now they, they back loud again. Now mm-hmm. you can't handle it because you've been ignored instead of training and instead of preparing yourself either to get rid of them. Yeah. So this is how, you know, them spiritual, them emotional, them traumatic attacks weigh on us more and more and more. And we can't ignore those things through life. Like, you know, the one thing I, I believe that I have that most people don't have is the ability to consistently face whatever. The truth of it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I can do that when, because I'm gonna be honest with myself, and I'm always trying to see what is the raw, honest truth mm-hmm. about myself. You understand me about who I am, right? 
I would never want to go out in the world and the world is complimenting me about things that I don't believe about myself. Mm. You understand yes, me? Yeah. Then that's when that imposter syndrome starts to set in. That's when you start to feel hypocritical and delusional. So I always want to make sure that, yo, when I'm by myself, I'm happy about that person. You understand me? Like, I respect that person. And some people are afraid to spend that time alone because they know that they don't respect that person in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And then that voice starts to come up. Those problems start to come up. So, no, I need to distract myself, whether it's television, whether it's social interaction, right, whether it's drinking, whether it's consistent flooding of dopamine and mm -hmm. drugs, whether it's the food, right? Because most people find they try to heal themselves through food, but they're eating junk. Correct. Mm. Right? Correct. Mm. So they're getting that dopamine, you know, it's feeling good, they're addicted to it, but it's making them worse. Mm -hmm. So, you know, nobody should be out of shape. And that's just the fact <laughs> of life. Some people got these big old kids. Man, kids be huge. You ever seen them little mm -hmm. wobbly kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They got to buy them extra large shirts by the age of like three. It don't or, make or no how sense. about like people always comment on, oh, your child should be, you need to fatten them up. Like it's, it's a culture. The culture is sick. Yes. The culture is sick. Culture it's, is bloated. The, the culture is bloated. The culture is constipated. Uh -huh. Right? The culture is inflamed. Mm -hmm. And we think <laughs> that it's normal. It's become normalized to right. be, have little chunky babies. Now, of course, you don't want your baby malnutrition, but your baby don't have to be six months, 20 pounds. Oh, it should, your child should not be overweight, right? That early obesity and that habit of junk food eating, right, that's going to carry on through the rest of their life. Like what a mother eats yeah. <clears throat> while that child is being born, right, that child is now... It has been proven that that child can taste those flavors, some some strong flavors in the womb. Yes. Correct. Right? And then once he starts to eat. <laughs> no, that's my alley right there. Now you start to eat and that junk food becomes an addiction, right? Mm -hmm. But they, of course, know this because the marketers want to target pregnant women. Therefore, you have a customer for life when that Correct. child has those cravings. Mm -hmm. So now you think it's innocent the same way we don't understand that these iPads is the same as junk food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand me? You, you are creating a habit that's going to be iPads detrimental the for them for the rest of their food. life because it's junk viewing, because mm -hmm. it's not good food for thought. Mm -hmm. It's food for distraction. You understand me? And it's the same thing with the food that we eat. And you're not really trying to extract the problems. You're trying to distract the problems. Correct. You dig? So when I see obesity and 50% and, and of America is obese and we got all these underlying issues and conditions with our livers, our heart, our spleen, our spine. You understand me? Aching knees, back, mm -hmm. all of these things. We're told that that's normal. That's not normal. That by 30, that, you understand me, your body starts to break down. You start to look like you 60 and you only 18. <clears throat> these kids look old as hell these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's not cool. <clears throat> and, and they're doing some of this chlorophyll, man. One of the things I definitely, you know, want to point out is we have a model that we go by. It's called Discover, Release, Manifest. Um, and the, 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 we, we coined the, these terms because... We realize on our journey that the process started with us searching mm. for information, discover. We didn't get here because we just were twiddling our thumbs. We actually wanted, mind you, yes, the Most High pushes us and guides us and the ancestors are there for us, but we wanted this. We went for that knowledge and we grabbed it. So 
when we talk about discovering those discovering aspects of discovering you discover things that you don't like about yourself discover the things that you don't like about other people discover the thoughts that's in your mind like you said earlier like you look in the mirror you don't you don't you don't want to face that person in the mirror because you don't like that person mm -hmm. but you won't sit down enough to discover why you don't like this person mm -hmm. because it might not even be your fault it might be the traumas that you've been through that you just haven't related to you haven't sat down on once you you go through these discover phase you get all these answers you sit down with yourself you go to the release phase the release phase is now shedding people shedding bad food shedding bad habits releasing all these things because now you've discovered them now you know why they're there and then ultimately you rise up to manifestation. Discover, release, manifest to where you're at your, your ability to receive what the universe got for you. And you said earlier, you was like, things start to happen faster. Yeah, it happens faster because you opened again that portal for yourself right. for things to happen. I can tell you how many, even being here now, how it just opens up. It's not, it's no effort. The effort is... Working on self. Working on self. Mastering self and... That's ultimately what, what it's about. A lot of these ailments are coming from us not mastering self. And there's no reason why you should be a grown person and don't know how your body works. It's That's a fact. Nah, so, so speaking about that, when it comes to women, right? Like, you talk about fibroids. How do fibroids develop in the body? And how can a woman properly deal with that? Well, fibroids can have many causes, but mm. the main cause is high estrogen in the body, mm. right? And high when I say many causes, there are many ways that women are dealing with high estrogen in the body, right? And a lot of it is coming from, and when, when you look at studies, they're going to be contradicting studies because like you said, the cancer people are in bed with the scientists, some mm -hmm. of them, but there are studies that have been published that are showing, and I'll send it to you because I know you like to show the slides, studies that are showing how they are abusing animals, causing cows to go through artificial assimilation, raising estrogen levels in the cows, is getting into the milk, then you're consuming foods that are high estrogen. If you go in the grocery store right now, front is for entertainment, back is for education. When you go into the grocery store, you will find that 90% of the produce has either soy, sugar, or wheat. A lot of the soy that they're using today is GMO is synthetic soy. This synthetic soy is high in estrogen. Mm -hmm. And we're eating it from childhood. So we are starting to see illnesses and diseases, PCOS, these symptoms, because actually PCOS is not an illness. It's a symptom of high estrogen. If you mm. have high estrogen in the body, you're going to produce a symptom, which is fibroids and cysts. Right? So the first thing to do is look at your cabinet, remove everything that has synthetic soy. That's the first thing that you want to do. You want to starve that fibroid and a lot of the uh, bleached white flowers, a lot of the baked goods have the synthetic soy in it. So that's the first thing you want to do. Okay, then you want to eat foods that break up mucus, right? That break up the fibrosis tissue that encapsulates the fibroid. Once you start to break that down, once you start to intake those foods, I have friends that have dealt with fibroids that have had them disintegrate within 90 days disintegrate within six months mm -hmm. you can do it yeah but you got to go through that discover release manifest process because why you can't stop eating the foods you're eating got to deal with those abandonment wounds mm -hmm. got to deal with those people pleasing wounds you got to deal with those daddy issues you got to acknowledge them and face yourself and work on the things that addict you to these unhealthy foods the propaganda is one thing the commercials is one thing but once you taste it 
and you get that dopamine response, and now you become addicted to it. It mm-hmm. becomes your pick me up. Every breakup you go through, you eating a carton of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Every time your manager makes you mad, you coming home from work talking about I need to unwind with alcohol, which is high right. sugar, right? So we're addicted to these foods through our emotional trauma. So you gotta heal that, go through that process. And I know people are gonna say, okay, well, what do I do? Acknowledge that they're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, do a dump list is something that we have in our structure. A dump list is analyzing what toxic thoughts you have, what toxic environments you're engaged in, what toxic foods you eat. And you want to tie those emotions, those foods to the first time you experienced it. So one way I was able to get over abandonment wounds was understanding when I first started to deal with abandonment, which, which was me at four years old. When my mom and dad fought all the time, my dad had to leave the house and I didn't see him only six days out of the month. So now that I have a source for that emotional trauma, I know how to deal with it. I know where it started. So I know what I need to do to help my younger self, my inner child, release it Mm. and acknowledge that experience and say it's a part of me, but it no longer controls me. So now I'm able to, even if I do eat something, I'm like, well, you know what? It's the abandonment wound. So now we're creating a negative bond with it. You have a negative, a positive bond with that cake. Yeah. You look at that cake and you're like, oh, oh yes, it's yeah. good for me. You're creating a positive bond. You can't break up with something that you have a positive bond with. Mm. You have to create a negative bond with it. Mm. So if you want to leave him alone, leave her alone. If you want to leave the cake alone, create a negative bond with it. Mm. So creating like a negative association to it. So Correct. now, you know, uh, what was it? It was something somebody was we, we was talking. Oh, in the Yaki episode, we was talking about how, you know, Snickers as a representation of the black man phallus. Mm-hmm. That's a negative association. Mm-hmm. I can't eat Snickers no more. <laughs> I don't eat Snickers anyway, but that's a negative association. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, weight loss with women, you understand me? I know this is probably one of the, the biggest things in the world when it comes to women, period, right? Um, is their ability to find a proper diet to lose weight. You understand mm-hmm. me? Some women, they, they be doing what they consider to be everything, yet that weight is stubborn. Mm-hmm. You understand me? It's like a Taurus. It mm-hmm. just won't, <laughs> just won't change. Taurus. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. I can make Taurus jokes. <laughs> Nobody else could do that. Uh, no, but seriously, there's a lot of women that want to lose weight, and they like, I hear y'all, but shit, I done tried everything. I had on the sweat bags. I took the tummy mm. tea. I ran the block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't ate in 17 days, and I still feel like I'm big. Mm. But what is your particular advice on, you know, a, a woman working to lose weight for mm-hmm. herself? Before you say, before you answer, she bat- we all battle with that weight aspect. Like, mm-hmm. even her from the, from the aspect of being small <laughs> to being big. Mm-hmm. In both aspects, and she battles that as well. So I definitely want you to give a real breakdown from both perspectives. Okay, I could definitely give give that breakdown. Um, what helps me um, to first of all, a lot of women have just a negative self image, so you need to repair that. You need to tap back into your femininity, right, and understand that because as a strong black woman in mm-hmm. that narrative, we're constantly in our masculine energy, so we're constantly being critical. That's the sign of masculine energy. Right? You're constantly on the logical side of the brain. That's masculine energy. You need to get into that rest phase. You need to get into the alkaline phase, which is femininity. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's one, just so that you can uh, not be critical of self and understand. Like I said earlier, it's a journey, not a destination. If you feel like I need to be 50 pounds uh, less by May, you make it a destination mm-hmm. instead of a journey. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for example, one of our uh, assistants, her name is Isis. She understood that it was a journey. I think she was over 250 pounds. 
in one year she lost 140 pounds and the one thing that i taught her was this is a waste loss mm. you're removing waste from your body and waste is not just about okay releasing poop that's one thing that's beautiful what about the waste that's in your environment mm. what about the waste that's in your mindset so that's why i mean when i say it's a journey because you're going to have to come to terms with maybe letting some people go. Mm. Maybe breaking up with some old habits. Mm. Maybe releasing some old environments. That's key. So she had to go on that journey and she's seeing success, continued success. And the weight is staying off because she's changing her environment. She's changing her mindset, the way she thinks about food, the type of people that she keeps in her circle, the type of things that she engages with. So it's a waste loss journey. Mm. So, yeah, we can do the things. We can do like high that. fiber to get you started. Start with a high fiber uh, detox. Go three days. Pick a fruit or vegetable. One. You ain't got to overcomplicate Whichever it. Whatever fruit or vegetable you want. High in fiber. Fast on that for three days. Drink mm. a gallon of water every day. Chlorophyll water is the best. Yeah. Right. A gallon of chlorophyll water every day. Fast on the high fiber fruit. It's better to blend it. So blend it with the chlorophyll water and drink it. Once you blend it, you will see white foam at the top. That is the uh, insoluble fiber. Drink that. That waist gonna move right on out. Mm. You're gonna be pooping like none other. Yeah. But if you come off of that detox and you haven't it exactly. removed the waste from your mind, as soon as you come off of that detox, you're gonna be stuffing your face. And right. it's back. Or remove the waste that, around that You said something you. so key, and that's self image. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that that's more important than anything throughout the entire process. Mm. If you can't see yourself in a different image than what you are, Right then, you can't become anything else but what's in your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. right? So some people's self-image is the big person. Mm -hmm. So even when they start to slim down, they get back to their self-image. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So you have to modify your self-image and visualize it first, mm -hmm. right? And so once you start to do that type of work, it's like, you know, if you broke, you have to uh, uh, create a better self-image of somebody who has money, somebody who is in these luxury Correct. environments, somebody who can afford things, right? Because otherwise, when you get money, it's going to your habits are of a poor man, so it's going to eat that money up and you go lose it. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing if you have a big girl self image, right, and big girl habits, you might lose the weight for a little second, like but the them big girl habits go eat that plate up, <laughs> yeah. and now you right back into your image because that's what you see of yourself. Correct. Correct. So I think that the psychological part is probably the, the bigger thing that most people are dealing with, and when you talk about getting rid of waste understanding that all of that fat that is on top of you, right, especially when, oh, this five pounds is because you broke up with somebody. Mm -hmm. This five pounds is because of trauma. This five pounds is because of work stress, right? So now you, your hips is over here. This is your work hips. This the last boyfriend. <laughs> this the current one. This the family that's on your back. That's a you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm going to put that in the post. Listen. <laughs> post. That you got, you got a, your, your body is built on your problems. Yeah. Correct. So in order for you to leave Ooh, some of those weights, you have to release, you know, in order to release the waste, you got to release the weight. You understand me? And so it's like one thing I, I started in my life was forgiving myself in any in every moment in my life. Beautiful. Mm. Right? Because that's my way of releasing things. Right, because when we don't forgive ourselves for things or others, we hold on to them. Correct. We saying that no, I'm gonna keep this close. Yeah, you I ain't letting be this mad. go. You want to be mad? We say it. I ain't letting this go. I ain't letting shit go. Yeah. That's what we saying. Uh, I ain't yeah. letting nothing go. No, 
I forgive it. I'll let it go. I don't forget it. It don't mean that you still not going to catch repercussions. You might mm -hmm. catch some hands for it still. Mm -hmm. I might let them go. You mm -hmm. understand me? But <laughs> you got to get to a place where, you know, all of the things that make you put on the weight, you let go of. Correct. So the mentality that makes you overeat, the mentality of things that you unbalance and you overcompensating for. Right. You have to let all those things go and you start to shed that self mm -hmm. and everybody has a true self. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like getting abs is more so, you know, letting go of the fat and they always under there. It's you just can't there. see them. It's always there. There's a body that everybody has that they can't see. Mm. You understand me? And so you never really get to see your true self. You see all of your problems, issues, stress, overeating, anxiety, traumas. And that's the body that you have, the mm -hmm. body that the world has put on you and all your issues. It's a representation of your mind. You dig? So like getting to that self-image, forgiving yourself, going through that process of understanding your wives and understanding what does this weight even represent in my life? Mm -hmm. You understand me? It's representing that trauma in your relationship. You understand me? That bad self-image of who you are, your insecurities. Let that go. Now go on your journey of detoxing. You know, I ain't gonna, just the, in, in the light of transparency, we've been together 15 years. Yeah. So in 15 years, so many things have happened. Mm -hmm. We have 15 years of, of emotions that, and things we've done to each other that infiltrated our relationship and had us in a position where we just couldn't connect, right? And as we got, continued to grow and we realized, well, for us to move past this in, in advance, we have to let those things go, right? So we had to do that internally mm -hmm. first. First, right? And when I obviously we had to do it, we had to come to grips with inside ourselves. Number one, then we come to grips as a unit, and then it, it overflows into the children and X mm. Y Z. One of the one of the main things we separated multiple times, right? But the last time we came together and we said, listen, we have to be willing to continue to work on ourselves if we're going to continue to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people are not willing to look at themselves and just do that work. Mm -hmm. Be selfish with you. Yeah. Be selfish with your journey. That's okay. You know, you constantly giving, 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 emptying that cup, emptying that cup, and there's no more love. You need to be selfish. Not be arrogant. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. right? You need to be selfish with your journey. Put right. you first. Because if you put yourself first and you're ultimately help, happy with you, it's going to help me. Right. It's going to help our babies. I don't want to walk in the house and you uh, feed five, four, five. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. So if you're watching, I know you're watching, focus on putting yourself first and say, you know what? In order to help you, mom, dad, auntie, mm -hmm. cousins, husband, wife, children, I got to help me first. Mm -hmm. I have to help me first. And that was something that really changed the nature of our relationship saying, I'm going to help me first. Yeah. I can't keep trying to give to you and I'm not giving it to myself. Check the codependency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check the codependency. So help yourself first and then we can help everybody else. That's key to it. <laughs> nah, that's super key. And then the last part for me is, is, is also getting, you know, when I work out, um, if I don't get the proper amount of sleep, ain't nothing happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you do all the work throughout the day and you don't get the proper amount of rest. Yeah. You understand me? Your body doesn't have any time and your mind doesn't have any time to, to, to add those things on you. You done read this whole book, but shit, I ain't got enough rest. To, it's like you got Process a little person it. in there overworking. 
And it's like, bro, I've been up all day. I ain't had no time to put that stuff up in the foul cabinet <laughs> in your mind. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I would have gave you the muscle from the workout, but shit, you ain't give me no tense. You ain't go to sleep long enough. Yeah. I tried to get to it, but I couldn't. Yeah. You understand me? So it's like, whatever you do in the daytime, you had to give your body enough rest in the nighttime in order for that to stick. Peace Family 19 Keys tapping in, and this episode is brought to you by Goldwater. Now, Sleep is probably the one most important thing that a human being can do. I know people used to tell you, come on now, entrepreneurs don't sleep and things of that nature. Don't listen to that. That's complete bullcrap. You need your rest, right? Now, the importance is that the universe has, or nature itself, has aligned the body, right, with a circadian rhythm. At 10 o'clock, we naturally are supposed to stop eating and our body starts to secrete a fluid, making us tired, right, known as melatonin. Those who have heard of this understand this. We often disrupt that process because we have uh, artificial lights, blue lights within the day. And by the time we go to sleep, we never get into that deep, deep beta delta wave sleep, right? Now, this is not good. You want to get into that deep REM sleep because at night what happens while you are sleeping, your body is resting and regenerating, processing all the information from the day. Your cells are going there healing. Your body is digesting the food, clearing out your colons and the rest of your body. So when you wake up, you're clear and you're operating at optimal function. Now, one of the issues in society today is a lot of people don't dream. When they do dream, they don't dream in color, right? Or when they do dream, they don't have a lucid dream. And a lucid dream is when a dreamer realizes they're dreaming. That means that you have power over your subconscious faculties. The same way you have power in a lucid dream when you can control everything in your reality is the same way you can have power in a lucid woke state. But the lucid dream allows you to be able to figure out complex ideas and things that's going on in your own life and take control over it. Right. But everybody doesn't even know how to operate in that standard of reality that every human being has the possession to be able to tap inward to. We have great testimonials when it comes to Goldwater that our customers and our clients are always coming back and say, yo, I had my first deep dream in a long time. I've had great sleep. So sometimes I would take Goldwater right before I go to sleep. I also take it when I wake up in the rising. So it gives me that energy, it gets me started. I take it on an empty stomach 30 seconds before I eat anything in my stomach and I take it at night. So it helps me secrete that melatonin, that electrify my brain, tapping into that third eye, decalcifying my pineal gland. So by the time I wake up, I am abundant, I am refreshed, I am ready to go, as all human beings should. Listen, I don't know what you're doing right now, but make sure you get a great night's sleep so you can wake up refreshed and then do it on the go and see if you're more in that electrical mode. Tap in. You did? I definitely think that for us, man, it, that's always been our challenge um, because we're running the empire. Mm -hmm. We are the, we always say we like the elders of our family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we still got our mamas and fathers around and things like that, but we are literally, we have the family and the, and the culture on our back. So sometimes it's hard to get sleep, yeah. managing all that. But we all, I mean, every day we go at it, we're like, hey, we're going to wake up this early, uh, 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 we're going to go to sleep this, this time. A lot of times it don't happen it's like precious. that, you know, but it is precious. And it's, listen, it's I'm going to tell you. It's not what, about, it's, you can wake up at four o'clock and still not getting nothing done. It's yeah. not what you do when you are up. That's a fact. It's but one thing I know, and, and, and we talked about this the other day, is, is you know, the entrepreneurs, we be in this grind. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
And especially as teachers, you know, we have to be prime examples for the things that we set. And I believe that rest makes you more effective throughout the day. You understand me? So what may takes you a whole day, if you get proper rest, it may take you half a day, mm-hmm. a third a day, a fourth a day. But if you don't get enough rest, now it's going to take me all day to do this same task, right? So for me, I think rest is the most important part of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Hey, don't be telling it's, me don't sleep. I have to nah. sleep. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. You, you, because that's, that's, that's how you build muscle. Like anybody that... that you know, is trying to teach you how to lose weight or build muscle. They, yeah. they want to put sleep in your routine. Right. Right. So you're not eating after 10 o'clock. You're getting that proper rest. You're not having, you know, any blue light. You're waking up early at particular uh, peak sunlight hours and you going outside and getting 10 minutes of that sun. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Energizing yourself and waking up and getting some of the vitamins for the day. Right. And allowing yourself to prepare for the day. Right. Right. Because giving yourself that time in the morning or in the rising, rather, then when you start things, you starting them at peak. You start them at the top. Like, bro, I'm ready to do everything Everything on the list. And and that's kind of like what I'm going to leave with, too. These these three things that kind of like everybody touched on is number one. Understanding the flow between masculine and feminine energy. You just said when you wake up, you shouldn't be gonna go like that. You gotta give your time yourself time for that rest and reflection period, which is the feminine energy. Then when the sun is at its highest point, three o'clock, twelve o'clock, noon, you ready to go. You should be ready to go. And I understand we in the hustle and bustle, so you know how we say things, uh what the the graveyard shift. People working through the night. Why they call it the graveyard shift? Mm-hmm. Because working at night push you out of your circadian rhythm. Put you in an early graveyard. Put you in an earlier graveyard, right? So we have to realize that we are already living out of harmony and you have to be selfish and say, I'm going to put myself back in harmony. Back in harmony. And whenever, right. whatever I got to do to get there, I'm going to do it, right? So understanding that flow between masculine and feminine energy, following the circadian rhythm, understanding that when you wake up in the morning time, break your fast with chlorophyll, water, things that is nutritious to the body. Give yourself some high fiber so you can pass that stool. Because if you're waking up and you're not having a bowel movement, there's something wrong. That's a fact. There's something wrong. You should be releasing. You should be releasing every single day. And, And the final thing that I'll just leave with is understanding that it's okay to be wherever you are right now as long as you make a conscious decision to keep moving forward, understanding that it's a journey, not a destination. Every day is an opportunity to make your life better every single day. So no matter where you are right now, what you're dealing with. I was in the psychiatric ward, what, seven, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. I was in the psychiatric ward, and look who I am today. Yeah. A proud co-founder of a multi-seven-figure business. Never would have thought it, but it started with what I put in my body in order to see that reflected out into my physical world. Right. So before we leave, I want you all to tell people, um, you know, um, what do you, the, the products that you all have and how they can tap in so that they can utilize some of this information and they can start the process themselves. And maybe we can work something out and get the people a discount that watch it from high level as well. OK, absolutely. So we uh, have I if you want the full transformation, I would definitely say go with our academy where we take you through that discovery, release, manifest process. And you'll learn how to read the face. You'll learn how to read your eyes and your tongue and do it for your children. Um, so many people in our community have remedied uh, so many different ailments from from Parkinson's disease to heart diabetes. failure to diabetes, high blood pressure. And I'm the person that don't want to be your healer. I want you to heal yourself. So I give you the information so that you can do it over and over again, no matter if I'm there or not. 
We also have for the people that want to get started or just want to lose some waste, the 10 day detox right now. And I'll keep it on sale for high level members at 50% off. Um, you'll have to use on code. I'll just put high level. If you follow us on social media, I'll put it in my bio. I'm surviving vegan um, or I'm surviving I'll put it on 50% off for y'all. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate y'all coming here, blessing the family. First of all, this food is crazy. <laughs> food for thought was shout different. Out, shout out to the vegan show. Yeah, this is the first high-level dinner that we had. It was definitely high-level. Um, but this was uh, important because even family dinner is a lost ritual. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Yeah. We are all everywhere. We're all busy, and we don't have no time for each other, and we wonder why there are so many issues. Mm -hmm. We do not have time. We make time. Mm -hmm. That's how time works. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Being in disharmony with time is because we are no longer connected to the moon and the sun. Right? As the sun rises, we rise. It lets you know exactly what to do. When it goes down, you go down. It's a very simple harmony, right? There's 13 moon cycles. It lets you know what's going on with the flow of the woman, right? The universe already provides subscription and details for how we're supposed to be mm -hmm. in harmony with it, but we waking up in according to man's time, and that's why we're constantly running out of time. You understand me? And saying we don't have time. And so a flower always is in tune. It knows exactly when to blossom. It don't need to know it's five o'clock to Fast. get up. It don't need Fast. to know it's six. No, the sun is feeding me directly the light, giving me information and letting me know when to blossom. So its rhythm is directly connected to universal time. Mm -hmm. So once we really consider ourselves successful is because we're back into the harmony of universal time. That's the you true dig? success. And that's the true success. So that means that at any point in time, I can make any kind of time I want to. Ooh, yes. You, you have control of your time. And you got to make time for your health. So make sure y'all tap in. I'm 19 Keys, and this has been your High Level Conversation. Yes, peace down. I'm 19 Keys, and this is High Level Conversation. Tap in with the dogs. Well, the experience was definitely... Hold on, hold on. You got prone here. Okay, okay, your, experience, your experience is good. <laughs> That's there. Your experience is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, it was a breathtaking experience from the moment that we came in and was introduced to the team. Everybody was uh, very uh, easy to get along with and very attentive to our needs, I would say. Um, I really am appreciative that we were able to bring a chef in to eat because sometimes you get on sets and you can't eat and I appreciate that, like Tiki's, that, that, was, that was very wise. Uh, but overall, the experience and being able to just share information to uplift our community is always, always gonna be something that I'm proud and I am appreciative of being able to do. So just the whole uh, high levels platform is something that I know is raising the consciousness of our generations, generations to come, so I'm I'm always going to be absolutely enthusiastic to be a part of it and it's been an amazing experience if you are somebody who is a thought leader you absolutely have to not only tap in but see if you can get on this platform as well listen um it's been my pleasure at the end of the day like you just said thought leaders we thought leaders so we have to keep coming together and to sit down at the dinner table with one of the greatest thought leaders out i'm more and more privileged to be in this room man again the team it's superb, as it should be. Um, the food, amazing. <laughs> Listen, good vegan food always hit the spot right. And when you got people in the room that don't eat vegan and they love it, listen, that's always a plus, man. So everything else was a great experience. I love it. I love the brother, I love the team, and we just gonna keep rising to the top.
Well, I think it's important that our culture recognizes consciousness and health more than any other time, especially if we're going through, you know, a recession that can turn into a global Great Depression, right? And during those times, you definitely want to have your body at its optimal prime state. You want to be a warrior dealing with the things that we're going to deal with. Imagine going through the worst times in your life of being in your best shape. You understand me? And so that means that you have to be in physical, mental, financial, right, spiritual shape at your top tier. So bringing in people that can help train you on these things and give you more information that you can utilize in your training regiment, you understand me, as you fight and as you go through and as you grow through life is key. And you know, the, the most beautiful thing about having, you know, um, these two on the show was that they're family and that they, they come together as a couple. When we talk about health, health to me is synonymous with love. You understand me? Like when you talk about being healthy, you're talking about loving yourself, right? I, I've seen people on the internet talking about they don't care about them, care about their health. That to me is just saying you don't love yourself. You understand me? So when you have a couple whose foundation and their business and their partnership is based on helping other people love themselves, they're showing what they're transmitting through their love together. You understand me? So I think that we need to see more examples of that, you know, more than anything, because, you know, they try to act like the black family not here when the black family is. You understand me? And the narratives are changing all throughout the world is that. But I want to show you what you're supposed to do when you get media platform. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Like you have to give attention to certain things. I'm doing my job. There's nobody that can say Keys ain't doing his job. Because I could be like one of the lazy niggas out there doing nothing. But instead, I'm doing a lot. You dig? And so I want to bring on other people that's doing a lot as well so we can magnify these things because we've been given a gift, right, with technology. And we have to utilize it in the best way possible, right, to enhance the human family. And that's you. Tap in. I have five children, and with the first two, I had what we call a modern pregnancy. I was drinking cow's milk. Um, you know, I was getting vaccinations for my children. And as I came into my third pregnancy, that's when I became vegan, and all the way to the fifth child, completely vegan, home births, out of hospital births. And when I tell you it's a night and day difference between my first two children and my last three children, even the way I'm able to bond with them is different. So I understand on different ends of the spectrum how that affects your relationship with your children eating certain things as 19 key said during the high level conversation it affects the amniotic fluid of the baby the baby not only can taste the things that you're eating but it can also taste the emotions right and a part of that kind of pre-exposes your baby to a lot of things that we're dealing with now when it comes to mental health and spiritual health and as being a mother that has gone from both from one end of the spectrum to the other, I would say that it has been one of the most delightful experiences to experience a bond with my child where I can literally know my child from within the womb. What do you mean by that? With my third child being more spiritually grounded, she told me her name while she was in my womb. We're connected by an umbilical cord, so why wouldn't we be able to communicate? But we are, you know, putting all these chemicals in our body, it suppresses mm -hmm. our innate ability to connect. 
And then when the baby is outside of the womb, the mothers is having a hard time connecting with their children. And it has a lot to do with the food that we're eating. So I highly encourage everybody to give it a try. And I'm so okay with being the influencer that has put my home birth on social media. And people say, oh, it's a private thing. But no, I'm an example, right? To show people that you can do this. And raise, being raised up in a society that says, oh, just put the baby on wick. Just give the baby some Similac. Just give the baby this, just give the baby that. That does more harm than you can even imagine not just on the physical end of it but the spiritual end for the baby you are the baby's god the first god when you put your ba- your breast in your baby's mouth the baby connects to you spiritually and when you break that bond and put a bottle there that baby is bonding with their bottle now so as the baby grows up in age you have a lack in communication you have a lack in bond and i experienced that with my first two children i went through the modern way of doing things i didn't breastfeed my children so now i am correcting that bond i tell my oldest two children I'm sorry that I didn't know these things because I do have a harder time bonding with just those two, just from not breastfeeding, right? To my my last three, which I did breastfeed and had them outside of the hospital. So just this journey of understanding self and putting myself first and doing what I feel is right for my children has helped me as a mother because I am able to be the nurturer that they need. So, yeah. What she said. <laughs> what she said. You know, I'm a cinematic genius, man. You know, I'm good at directing, you know what I'm saying? Putting together high-level aesthetics with high-level knowledge. And I think the two are important. You know, when I design anything, I think about the style first, the message second, right? Because how you receive the information can be just as important as the quality of information that you receive. So when I see people that are activating, you understand me, that creativity and their aesthetics and the way that they implore their genius to be cinematic and make sure that they're finding all of these different ways, right, to get people to receive the message, I respect that. Because when I think about the billions of dollars that Coca-Cola or other industries pour into getting your attention, Yet when somebody tells you to eat healthy, they just yell it at you and ain't did nothing. They ain't poured a dollar into it. They ain't put no creativity. There's no campaign. There's no marketing budget, right? There's no design. There's no psychology. There's no neuroscience. I ain't mad at them. They doing their job. So if we on the opposite side of that war, we it, that means that we have to increase the strength and the quality of the things that we design. And that goes into the aesthetics and the creativity. And they represent, you understand me, a showcase of weaponizing this creative genius to make sure that on the side of good, we have somebody fighting for us that's just as strong as those who are on the side of wrong. You did. When you think of transparency, you, you, you have to look at the culture today. Um, it's important that we open up that portal of transparency because it was one point in my life where I realized that I wasn't alone in my emotions, in my feelings, um, in the experiences that I went through. A lot of times we'd be in our head and we'd be like, yo, I'm in this by myself. No, it's another brother and sister literally going through the same thing you're going through, but they're fearful of talking about it. They're fearful of being judged, whichever it may be, right? I just feel like at this point in 2022, you have to release that. You got to open up. You got to be transparent. It's no way for us to build a multi-million dollar brand with our faces on it and not share with people what we've been through to get here. It doesn't make sense. You know, if we really want to talk about changing the culture and shifting the world, all right, let me tell you what I've been through. Let me make sure that you understand that when you look at me, you're looking at yourself. Because when I look at you, I look at myself, no matter what the experience was. So 
that's been the is is for for my journey it's been very pleasing to be transparent and to be received properly you know growing up as a young man I wasn't always vocal about my life I wasn't always ready to talk I was more quiet you know but at this point it's like hey let me open up so that I can change the life you know because if I can say hey this I just came from prison I've been through I've been incarcerated four times right I've had a father that was on crack. I've had grandparents that died, you know, whatever it may be. I went through that just like you did. So I can show you these things and you can see a model in me. And like, yo, that brother did something. He got to the next level. Okay, that means you can do it. So that, that's really where the transparency has taken me or put me, that's where it puts me at. And for me, I just don't want you saying, oh, I got one up on her and I know, you know, some, some dirt on her. No, I'm just saying. No, that's true. But aside from that, also, like he said, I want to show the journey. A lot of times you put people on pedestals and don't even realize that they don't deserve that pedestal. Nobody should be on a pedestal. Don't put me on the pedestal because at any moment I'm liable to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And I just make sure you know that I have made mistakes. And if I make mistakes, that doesn't mean that I'm defined by them. So if I'm able to talk about my mistakes, that means that I'm okay and confident in myself and where I am in my journey. There's nothing that anybody can do to make me feel bad about the things I've done in the past and the things I probably will do in the future. So if you can become real with yourself and just say, hey, this is a part of my journey. It made me who I am today. I learned from it. You know, one of our mentors say, fail and fail fast. Do all the failing in the beginning so that you can get to your success. And once you get there, you have all the knowledge to continue to be successful. So being transparent it's just about showing the success journey, honestly. And if you're not around people that are transparent and you want to be transparent, you need to remove yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going on, family? It's your holistic counselor, Richelle Shun of I Am Surviving Vegan. And it's Greasy the God, y'all. And you are watching High Level Conversations. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, we definitely appreciate the the being able to come on the platform, bro. Y'all, y'all do amazing. Man, just like at the end of the day, we all know each other doing amazing things. But it's just like you, I think he said it like that that night in Miami. That was the, the vibe you was going with. It's like the power of, of what us. we all the doing. Renaissance right now. Yeah, yeah. The Renaissance. The renaissance right now. Um, actually, when I was in a meeting today, um, with the brother, he said they was like we're in the Renaissance phase, and. It's just it just feel good to be a part of that yeah. and actually pushing that. Um, yeah, what, no, it, it, we are, you know, frequencies that add to change, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, I, I, I explained to I who was that I was talking to our blue pill earlier. You know, we ain't got to reach the masses every single day in order to make change. We have to be able to reach each other, right? Because Unity within the masses is is a huge pipe dream, hmm. but 
solidarity amongst the leaders is much easier. And it's not that many people. You will get down to a solid 100,000 people whose mind you have to change in order to get everybody else to change. Correct. Right? So when you look at the numbers on what it really requires to change, you change your strategy. You know what I'm saying? I want to sit with the leaders. I want to sit with the people who have the ear and have the ability to change the the 100,000 or the million people. It's 45 million people. If I know 45 people that have, you know, influence over a million people, I reach all of black America. You know, um, I was sitting and talking to someone the other day, and I can't remember who it was, but they brought up a, a great point. It was talking about the youth that's inside of, you know, those artist, artistic programs, whatever the, I, I've been there too, troublemakers and stuff, right? And she was saying, she it was Shaw Banks, that's who it was. She was saying, um, how those are where the leaders are. All our leaders are young leaders. Like even what you're saying now, like it's gonna be somebody that take this process over as we continue to grow. And she was like, man, all the young leaders, the ones that them basically broke the mold already, the ones that say they don't want to go to school because they're sticking out, they don't want to be a part of their system anymore. Those are the leaders, and those are the ones that essentially have to the baton has to be passed to, because it's not going to be the ones that just lay down. You gotta find find the ones that's, that's who, a gonna, fact. who gonna stand out and that's step up. But that's why they put them in prison. And, and that's exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they recognize that early mindset. They create laws mm-hmm. and they trap you mm-hmm. because you automatically have a mindset to rule. Mm-hmm. And, and and they don't want to create rulers. Why would I try to create rulers in my kingdom? Yeah. You understand mm-hmm. me? No. I need people that's gonna follow and fucking listen. The moment you start getting out of line and doing shit your way, now we got a problem. Yeah. You dig? So we got a place for that. And we call that a prison where you become a slave and you don't have any rights inside my kingdom no more. Whatsoever. It's the same shit. It's like, I don't know why we thought that the white families that had monarchs that was evil all of a sudden transformed because we talk calling them presidents. Hmm. Huh. Same shit. They ain't changed. Ain't nothing changed. The show, the plate just, definitely ain't changed. Just, oh, hey, hey, Chef. Get some more of these biscuits, <laughs> Hey, Chef, man, say his plate ain't changed. He looking for a, a plate change. Man, I guess some kind of change. Change gonna come. What's Sam Cook say? Change gonna come. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.